no matter how old you are, no matter the color of your skin, whatever your desire, through God and prayer, you can achieve great things. This show was created to educate, inspire, and provide spiritual insight to fulfill God's purpose for your life. This is Aspire Today. Hi, welcome back to Aspire Today. Uh, this is Pastor Ron and Pastor Charlotte Bragg here with you again. Uh, we are still talking about raising or parenting your adult children, uh, but we're taking it from a different perspective. Uh, how do you or what do you do when you have an adult child uh, that is maybe not they're leading in the right direction, they're having some challenges in life, they're still in your home, uh, on your couch, eating your food, using your cable, and running up your water bill. <laughs> how, how do we handle that and keep our sanity and not pull out our hair? So what do we do? What do we say? Um, wow, I am really excited about this topic. My husband and I, we have I've been pastoring for quite some time, and we've helped a lot of families in this area, and uh, we have a lot of wisdom to share for you. So listen in on today's conversation, Pastor. Well, first I'd like to say, just keep your wits about yourself, parents. Calm down. It's going to be okay. Uh, there are some personal testimonies I may share throughout this conversation today. Uh, my mom and my dad are great examples of keeping their wits about themselves. But for today, I really want to talk about um, observation. A lot of the times our children, they pick up things mm -hmm. along the way through what they observe when they're young. Mm -hmm. uh, in the Bible, they, they, they call it iniquities. Mm -hmm. uh, and parents, you probably have done a great job with your child. You've raised them right. You put the right things in them, but iniquities can be passed down from anyone or anything. And a lot of times, children pick up the wrong habits through observation. We know that we're under grace now. We know Jesus has redeemed us from the curse of sin and death. So spiritually, if your child has received Jesus, they're free. But being free spiritually and mentally are two different things. Oh, Jesus can be the Lord of your life, but your mind hasn't been renewed to the fact of that you are free, you don't have to be under the elements of the world. And so for today's topic, I wanna to talk about iniquities in the sense of how our children pick up things as they're young through observation and through conversations, and now it's carried over to their adult life. Mm -hmm. uh, and it has them in bondage. Mm -hmm. And that's why parents, I'm saying, hold on, your child is going to be blessed. Yes. They're going to be successful and they're going to get off of your couch. <laughs> so um, there's so many things out there, Pastor Charlita, that can pressure our children at a young age. And sometimes sometime those things stick with them into adulthood. Mm -hmm. uh, conversations, experiences, mm -hmm. whatever the case may be. Tried to draw them in. Right, tried to draw them in. Mm -hmm. And now parents are dealing with the repercussions of the work of the enemy. Hmm. They're dealing with the challenges 
of things that they may not have even known about. Parents, I, I get it. You may not even known what your children was going through at a young age, but now you have the opportunity to help them. Yeah. Uh, and to help them, you can't give up on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely prayer, spiritual guidance. Uh, sometimes if you need uh, other counseling as well to support, it's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with a mental health professional see, seeing someone to get um, some closure and to really address some issues that are been, what deep-seated and rooted in your kids and even within yourself that you didn't even realize was there. Right. So, yes. Right. Yeah. So the, the help that the parents need as well as the child, it needs to be a team effort mm-hmm. to help get that child moving in the right direction, that adult, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. moving in the right direction and being successful because every parent's desire is to see their children succeed. Even if the parent didn't succeed, a parent wants to see their children succeed and they want them to live a prosperous, healthy adult life. Uh, and so observation, I believe that as we're raising our children, just, I believe that the parent may think back, I wonder what shows they watched mm-hmm. consistently. What books they read. What books they read. Mm-hmm. Uh, who did they have constant conversations with? Mm-hmm. Parents, you can go back and track those things and see maybe where the enemy's sown tears into your adult child and now go back and help them and remind them of those things and talk to them about, hey, remember when such and such used to say this? People don't think that words have power and energy, but they do. That's such a lie from the devil. That's such a lie. You know, right. we all sticks and stones and break my bones with words will never hurt you. Right. Words are so powerful. We're speaking spirit. Oh my goodness, the, yes. This world that we live in from its conception started with the word and God said, let there be light and God said, let the firmaments divide and God said, let us make man in our image. So God used his words to create and word, but words can also tear down and the word and the Bible tells us that life and death is in the power of the tongue, which we've been mentioning on and off throughout uh, our shows because we really want people to understand the power of their words. And so when, when, a parent has a child that's struggling, mm-hmm. the way they talk to their children is so key. You don't want to push them further into the abyss. You want to bring them out into the light because they're children of light. You've mm-hmm. raised them as children of light. And so parents, you have to choose your words carefully. You have to make sure that you aren't saying something to tear the child down because you're frustrated. And I know that you may be frustrated. I know you may say, Pastor Ron, well, you just don't know what this child has done. You don't know what they're taking me through. Listen, I may not be in your household, but I do know what the word of God says. Mm -hmm. I've seen living examples of children coming out of despair and hopelessness and families being put back together again. I've been blessed enough to be able to participate in what God was doing in their life to help a child and a parent to restore their relationship. Mm -hmm. And so if you can understand what a child has observed, Mm -hmm. then you can ask God 
Lord, how has that affected their soul? Mm -hmm. Meaning their thinking and their emotional realm. Mm -hmm. And the Holy Spirit will talk to you. Mm -hmm. He'll tell you how it affected them. He'll, 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 he'll show you. And you can see the look on their face. And I believe that parents can start with a conversation with God. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's not so bad. They can start actually with the conversation with the child right. directly. Right. And the child is still open to receive. The adult. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The adult is open to receive. I don't know your particular situation at home, but you do. You know where you should start. You know where or not you can go directly to the adult or you need to go to God or you need some support. The yeah. Bible says if you have aught with anyone, mm -hmm. then go to them. Mm -hmm. If they don't receive, you take back another stronger brother, sister in Christ and go back to them. If they don't receive, you all give it up to God and then God can give you the answer on how to handle it. One thing, something you said, it, it sparked something in me. It, it's see a lot of times people put all the weight like, well, this is the parents' fault, this is mom's fault, and that's not fair to the parents. Exactly. You know, we again we put what we can in our children, and when we send them out, we're sending them with the hope and the expectation that whether they're at auntie's house or uncle's house or whoever, that they are safe and that this person is instilling the same thing. But what God showed me is that a lot of times we are sending them out thinking that our family members may have their best interests, but they're exposing them to things that their spirits were never meant to handle or mm -hmm. never meant to receive because this is our family, right? right? And so you said, what did they see? What did they read? What did they listen to? What but they also, talk about? What did they talk right? about? But who in our family has exposed our, our babies when they were younger, you know? To some things that they weren't could never, were never meant to handle. Mm -hmm. You know, what happened to them that they said, you better not tell nobody. Right. And they never opened up so that you can help them in that process. And this is maybe why they're in that spirit, that place of depression. Right. Or, or fear, just afraid of everything, afraid to go out. There are people who are bound to their homes right now. They are terrified to go out because of all they're hearing on the news and all they're hearing. And all I can tell you is that God is with you. You know, mom and dad, God is with your child. So you have to begin to pour in God's word to combat some of that foolishness that they may have seen that you didn't even know. Right. That right. You didn't know that they experienced. And again, that goes back to having that conversation. Right. And I remember, I believe when we first met years ago, God showed you some things about me. Um, that's my business and his. <laughs> but he showed me some he showed my husband things that I was dealing with him within myself. And God will do that for you with your relation with your with you and your kids that you may not have been there. They may not have even told you, but God will show you and show you how to help them out of that space they're in. Right. Because as their parents, as their spiritual guidance, our job is not to put to push them further into that pit, but to help bring them out so that they can be what? Free. Exactly. Free from bondage in their minds. Uh yeah, free from that anxiety, free from those things that are hindering them, that has them in that place of where they feel like they can't talk, they can't go out, they can't do, um, or whatever it is. Um, I, I like to share this. Parents, we need to start with freedom. Yes. And how is freedom achieved, though? Oh, that's good. The Bible says where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. And so you have to ask yourself, parent, is the spirit of God residing in my child? Mm. And if not, 
start there. Mm -hmm. You know, invite them to receive Jesus. Uh, invite them to renew their relationship with Jesus. Yeah, because I hear uh, somebody saying, I know they received Jesus when they were a little boy. What That doesn't mean they continue that relationship right. with Christ. Yeah, any relationship needs to be nurtured. It needs to be yes. developed in order to get the benefit from it. Absolutely. So we always want to start with Jesus because mm -hmm. that's staying power. That's sustainability, as we said in the previous segment. Once you start with liberty through Jesus, then you begin to have those conversations such as, there any type of possible drug abuse? Mm -hmm. Do I believe that my child has a mental issue? Mm -hmm. Where's the immaturity coming from? Oh, that's good. Uh, what's happening in their adult life mm -hmm. that I can help them? Mm -hmm. And then you need to first, I believe that the parent should come to their adult children in a way that they can engage them. Mm -hmm. How can you get in mm -hmm. to their innermost thoughts? Mm -hmm. What can you do to have that adult child to open up, mm -hmm. to start conversations, to get them to think about where they're at in their life and to desire more? Yeah. It, it's, a, it, it's so much. And what we're doing today, we're, trying to just give you some food for thought, get you to thinking about these things, praying about these things, seeking help on these things. Of course, we're always available here to help you. At the end of the show, you'll see our information. You can send us, uh, go to our website and send us a quick email and we'll be welcome to help you with whatever we can. But I mean, it's so many things that can put a, a, an adult in a position that they're sort of like in a bag and they can't get free. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, we talked about drug abuse. Mm -hmm. uh, drug abuse can happen through observation. Mm -hmm. It can happen through curiosity, yeah. just experimenting with certain things. And it takes that child, now adult, and it puts them in, uh, in this cycle, mm -hmm. this vicious cycle. Yeah. And in order to get out, of course, the child has to have to have the desire to get out and the parent, they even need to know, OK, does my child even desire to be free? And if they don't desire to be free, that's just how great the bondage is. Yeah. So with your child parents, you always want to look at the situation and you want to know that this is not my child. This is the enemy. Mm -hmm. that's this good. is not my child. This is the enemy. Because as a parent, you have a spiritual right to help your child to be free. Yeah. And, but you have to look at things through the correct lens. You can't look at things through the lens of, well, my child is never gonna make it, they're, they're no good. No, you're adding to it. Mm -hmm. And I know you're frustrated, mom and dad. I know your child may have done some things that, 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 that wasn't right, but I know you love your child too. I believe in my heart that you do. And so we have to be able to help them. <clears throat> I remember, you know, Growing up, and my parents provided the best for me, mm -hmm. private school. And, you know, when I got old, you know, you know how they say you get to smelling yourself a little bit. And I'm not going to go deep into everything, but I, but I always remember distinctly, you know, when I was maturing and in my rebellious state, I always, always remember my father never giving up. Mm -hmm. 
I always remember that. Him never giving up on me. What were some of the things he said that you that kind of pop out to you? Um, he always used to tell me to read the book of Proverbs. <laughs> uh, because he knew he said that's a, a book of wisdom for young men. Mm -hmm. Uh and he never ever was ashamed of me. Mm -hmm. I distinctly remember my dad, no matter where he was, I was welcome. Mm. Uh, and I think that's key, though. Making, letting you feel how much he loved you. Mm -hmm. That regardless of what you were going through, the state you were in, you still knew that your dad loved you. Mm -hmm. That he might be tough on me in this moment. But I know my dad, you know, I know he loves me. And I think something you said was so key. Sometimes our children, whether regardless of their age, they can't see what we see on the inside of them. And they need that person to put, you know, I know you can't see it right now, but, but you know, I know God called you to something great. You may be in this state right now, but that doesn't mean that's who God called you to be. You understand right. what I'm like? I, I like I, I know some of the things you shared with me that your dad he just poured into you. Right. And I think as parents, when you, you're thinking to yourself, we've been in this place for so long. Like you know, I raised you. You're grown now. You should be out the house by now, right? <laughs> and that's what we're thinking. But because we don't know what they went through when they weren't in our presence, because we don't know some of their experiences when they weren't with us. We some we have to let them know what God says about them. We have to pour into them God's word. Like you may be in this place right now, but you won't be here always. God, when you were a little kid, God showed me you in the military and you serving your country. When you was a little kid, God promised me that you were going, you were going to be a, a, a leader. You were going to be a, you were going to be a doctor. You were going to be a teacher. I know you don't see that in you, but I know it's in you. Right. And sometimes. I fully believe that sometimes our children, regardless of what stage they are in, they need to know, like, and they need to know that one, we're proud of them. Two, it, it may be hard, it may be difficult, but you've gotten past this one point. And I, mm. I think parents, we got to acknowledge those little achievements to give them something to strive for. Exactly. And I believe that's what your dad did for you, mm -hmm. that it, it wasn't perfect. But it was those little things. Right. Because you said he always made you feel welcome. He always poured into you. One of the things Dad said was what? Foolishness has an expiration, expiration date. <laughs> <laughs> In other words, there's an end to this. Right. There's a season for it, but there's an end to it as well. But him and my mom saw the end. Yes. It was almost like now that I think back, you know, when I was young. And when we're young parents, remember when you were young. Remember when you made mistakes. Remember when you were caught up in the fad of your day. Mm -hmm. Remember when you didn't do everything your parents told you to do. And it was almost, I remember now it was like a tag team. Mm -hmm. My father would pour a bunch of wisdom into me and my mother made sure I had everything I needed. That mother's love was always around me. And I realized that was God using them mm -hmm. to help me, uh, hyper, oh, I guess, figuratively speaking, to get off their couch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but it, it was a blessing and I'm so thankful for it. And I know now today that 
if my children ever go through anything, no matter how small or how big, I will be able to glean from what to do as a parent because right. of what my parents did for me to help me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can tell you this. My parents back then, they didn't know that I would be on television. They didn't know that I would be a minister of the gospel, a business owner. They didn't know any of that. All they knew is that I was God's child. Amen. And they treated you as such. They and they may not give you a lobster dinner. <laughs> Might have been some hot dogs and some hamburgers. But it was say. something to eat. It was something to eat. <laughs> it was something to eat. <laughs> and that's what we're talking about. We're not saying um, baby them because they're too old to be babies. Right. We're not saying that. Mm-hmm. Not we're, we're we're saying there's that everyone has their season and has their moments that they need an extra support. Mm-hmm. And you went through it. We went through it. Everyone goes through it, where whether it's a word of encouragement or someone praying for them because they just simply can't see them, themselves past this point. Mm-hmm. And that's what the enemy tries to do. He tries to make us think that this is all there is, that I will only be in this state forever. And that's why we need people around us, mm-hmm. as such as our mothers, our fathers, our grandparents, our cousins, our whoever it is that person who is pouring in or whoever you are to this other person in your life, they need someone who can see something greater than they can see themselves. Right. And I I believe that parents need to realize seasons. Yeah. There is a season in Ecclesiastes says the time for everything. Absolutely. And parents, there is a time for your child to be delivered. There's Mm. a time for your child to come out of the stupor that they're in. And we want to encourage you to play your part. I'm not saying that you haven't done that. And parents, you need help as well. You need encouragement. You need support. A sounding board. Exactly. So don't be on an island by yourself. Uh, Have those conversations with someone to keep you lifted. Mm -hmm. Have someone pray with you. If you need to speak to a counselor or, or whatever the case may be, you need to stay strong to help your child. And I believe that that is the key to success in helping your child be successful. Uh, and God has a whole family in mind, doesn't oh, he? Yes, he does. God yeah. is not segregating us based on this one does this good and this one does that good because the Bible says that God is no respecter of persons. That's right. So God has a love for all of us. Uh, I believe the child, whoever they're, uh, when, when they're children and as they become adults and that adult child that is, uh, uh, well, well, the parent's adult child because it's always the child to the parent, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that adult needs to honor whoever their parent is. Mm-hmm. In Proverbs chapter, in Exodus chapter 20, I'm sorry, it says, Honor thy father and thy mother, that the days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. And so honoring whoever is raising you is a commandment with a promise. It promises the adult child, Mm -hmm. and I say child in relation to whoever raised them, it promised them what long life and long life gives them opportunity to make up for lost time. Mm-hmm. God can redeem the time. Mm-hmm. I'm a personal witness to that. God can redeem and give you everything that you've ever dreamed or imagined and allow you to be what he's called you to be. 
but you can't give up or give out. That's right. <clears throat> you, you have to hang in there and you have to stay strong. You have to get into the word of God. That is so key. You cannot leave out the word of God. It is the catalyst for reform. You have to couple the word with everything else. Practical advice should not supersede hmm. God's word. God's word should be number one in your priority. And then God will send people with talents and abilities to mm -hmm. support that situation. Mm -hmm. He can send mental health therapists. Mm -hmm. He can send pastors. He can send friends, mm -hmm. loved ones, whoever God wants yeah. to send, he can send yeah. to work as a team yeah. for that adult in the house That's right. that needs to get off the couch. That's what we're saying. But you got to be open to it. <clears throat> right. You know, you can't be so ashamed. Right. That you're not open. Mm -hmm. to the people that God is trying to send to help you, to better your family, to strengthen you, to encourage you, and to give you the necessary wisdom to do everything that you have to do. Right. right. So I, I think, you know, God desires, like you said, for the family to be whole. Mm -hmm. But in order for that to take place, we have to, it's a team effort. Yes, it is. It's not just one person, but it's a team. Mm -hmm. It's a team of believers it's a team of doctors and therapists. It's, it's a team yes. of people working together because I, I know God desires freedom for your child, freedom for your family, peace in your household. He desires these things. But in order for that to happen, there must be a place of vulnerability to so that others can speak into you. Right, right. Well, we pray that you are enjoying this, getting a lot out of this, parents and adult children alike. Listen, come together as a team. Mm -hmm. Know that God has called that family to be a success. Parents never give up on your children and children never give up on yourself. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how much lost time uh, you think in your mind, well, I've lost too much time. No, it's never too late. God used Moses at 80 years old okay. so he can do a work in your life. Welcome back. We pray that you've been enjoying this session. Pastor Charlene is going to close us out with some quick tips on how to help you out. Listen, breaking habits and breaking behaviors can be difficult. We're not saying that it's not difficult, but we are saying is that you can do it. So just some quick ideas to kind of help get you out of your slump, out of your, uh, I don't want to call it stupor, but out of your slump. Um, set a wake up and go into bed time. When you set those times, it, it's telling your body, okay, let me get started. Let me get, begin to plan my day. So, and I don't mean like 12 o'clock in the afternoon. I mean at between six, seven o'clock in the morning, set a wake up time, begin to exercise, moving your body, moving, being physical, physically active helps you again, your mind, your spirit, it helps to refocus you, whether you're dealing with depression drugs or any or anything, being active helps to refocus yourself and refocus your mind. Even setting a time of when you're going to wash your clothes to making sure you wash the dishes at this time or vacuum the floor, beginning to create a schedule in your life makes a huge difference. If you are on a job hunt, then make it your job. Between hours of nine to 12, I'm going to apply for 15 jobs and set a goal for that. And then I'm going to take a lunch break and clean up the kitchen and fold some clothes and do this. And then I'm going to come back and I'm going to apply for more jobs. Make it a point to set your day. So we thank you and we hope that you've learned a lot. <laughs>